Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the podcaster who says, I wish I could think of something witty to put you at ease, make you feel well. Well, I'm glad you're here, uh, like, uh, but a little bit silly. If I, what if I said, I'm glad you're here, but I was covered in silly string, which is kind of, I don't know how to describe that. Uh, what if I was covered, what if I was wearing, here's the thing. What if I said, I'm glad you're here. And I was in a yarn suit, a uh, neon yarn suit. Not that there's anything silly about yarn, but I don't know. So, so, but e- either way, that's the whole purpose of this greeting is so you feel seen and welcomed in, you say, I might be able to check this podcast out. What is it again? I thought it was a sleep podcast. Yeah, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep by keeping you company because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place you could rest, a bedtime you could look forward to. And a lot of us know how it feels in the deep, dark night, tossing and turning. That's why I make the show. That's why there's a bunch of people nodding their head, also welcoming you. Not in yarn suits, but, you know... An imaginary yarn suit. Chapter 46 of my autobiography, an imaginary yarn suit. One day, I woke up. It was my birthday, and I decided, instead of my birthday suits, and or the emperor's new clothes, I would wear an imaginary yarn suit. But then I decided I'd stay under my blankets for a while, and I'd be warmer in clothes. That not the end. But the end of that, because it's time to start sleeping with me, a podcast. Oh, if you're new, this is a very strange show. It takes forever to get started, never goes anywhere. So if you're waiting for me to get kind of chill, like, a, I'll, you know, I'll try to talk in a calm voice. Uh, but this is the greeting part. But we'll have uh, some support. That's how the show comes out twi- twice a week for free. Then so a long, meandering intro, which is meant to ease you into bedtime. And then a bedtime story. So glad you're here. I really hope we can help. And thanks for making it possible, my patron peeps. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts on your mind, thoughts, you know, thoughts you're thinking about, thinking thoughts, uh, so thoughts, uh, feelings, anything uh, you're feeling uh, emotionally that's coming up for you, so any feelings that are there, physical sensations, changes in time, temperature, routine, so any anything that's like uh, coming up in your schedule, you might have visitors, you might be going somewhere, you might not be feeling great, you might have something coming up. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, uh, I'm here to take your mind off of that and keep you company. And the reason I share that kind of stuff uh, is so that you know you're not alone. Uh, there's two reasons that we I make the show and why I say we and, and people like uh, I feel like this is a group thing. Uh, even right now, there's people listening. And that's because uh, whatever it is that's keeping you awake, 
a lot of us understand how it feels. Now, I not, might not have gone through the exact same thing you're going through, whatever is keeping you awake. And, and may, I mean, there's probably someone listening right now that has, but even as if there isn't, there's a lot of people listening right now that can relate to how you feel. And that's important. That's why I make the show, because I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. Uh, but I also make the show because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place you can get some rest. You deserve a bedtime you feel neutral about or a bedtime you could look forward to in the sleep you need to make your life more manageable. That is important. And if for some reason you already don't like this show or, or you try it a few times and it doesn't work for you, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you has other sleep podcasts and sleepy audio on there. But give the show a few tries. It does take a couple tries to get used to and see how it goes. But I'm really glad you're here. Uh, that's my main message, and that's why I make the show. Uh, so whatever's keeping me like I'm here to take your mind off that. The way I do it is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, so I'll go off topic, I'll get mixed up, and then I'll forget what I was talking about, then I'll backtrack, and I'll say, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, what, or what, who, who's a what's it? And I'll say, what goes in a whatchamacallit? It, and, and, and then I'll go on another tangent, then I'll forget what I was talking about again, then I'll bounce around. So those are superfluous tangents and pointless meanders. Uh, they come in a, a bunch of different other uh, flavors. And creaky dulcet tones just means my voice isn't traditionally soothing because I'm more here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff than to put you to sleep. I'm here to be your friend in the deep, dark night. This is a podcast you kind of just barely listen to or you don't even need to listen to it all or you could sleep through it uh, so sometimes people are waiting for it to get started or when is it bedtime? When is the sleepy stuff going to come? And like we say around here, this show's always going nowhere. Uh, it, it never got, it's always never getting started. Uh, uh, or whatever other catchphrases we've unsuccessfully used. Sleep with me. It's really not really going anywhere in the best way possible. And what I mean when I say that is... Uh, uh, that the podcast is just here. Uh, you can listen to it at whatever volume you want. You can kind of listen, but you don't have to be engaged, but you could be. Now, if you can't sleep, the podcast will be here to the very end. I'm here to keep you company, whether you're listening or not, whether you're awake or asleep. And I'm not really here to put you to sleep. I'm here to take your mind off of stuff, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar bud, your boar bestie, your neighbor, your boar burr. To be your friend in the deep, dark night and keep you company while you fall asleep. Or if you can't sleep, to keep you company and make things feel a little bit more manageable. and Make things feel less lonely in the deep, dark night. Because maybe you got somebody sleeping there next to you so soundly. And, oh, one part of us is so happy for them. Oh, boy, are we. But the reality is they need their sleep, too. And I want to be here to keep you company kind of as their proxy, if that's a correct use of that word, which it may not be. So this is a podcast that doesn't really put you to sleep. You don't really listen to it. Uh, takes a few tries to get used to. That's what hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people have said that are now regular listeners. It took two or three tries before I realized, oh, this what he said about never going and never making sense and never starting. That's true. 
So kind of just see how it goes uh, at first and, and, and see what happens. So, so what else do I got to tell you? What more good news? Oh, okay, structure the show. Sleep with me files a structure and uh, <laughs> my, my, my thoughts are petering out as we speak. But Sleep with me files a very specific structure. But as you become a regular listener, you may adjust and switch around how you listen. But let me just explain to you why the show's structured the way it is. Uh, the show starts off with a greeting, so you feel seen and welcome, and you say, hey, I might check that podcast out and see how it goes. Uh, then there's support for the show so it can be free, that paying for it is optional, and that it comes out twice a week. Then there's support for listeners and support for communities around the show. Uh, then there's, uh, the intro, which goes on and on and on. And some people lump it in with the support because the intro is like between 10 and 20 minutes long. And that's what we're doing now. Uh, but really for a lot of listeners, it's their favorite part of the show. Maybe the only part of the show they hear, but it's also because it's a part of a lot of a lot of listeners wind down routine and having a wind down routine does feel good. I can tell you. You don't always want to follow it. You don't always want to make time for it. it. doesn't always work, but it's nice to have a way to ease into bedtime, to have a buffer between my day and when I want to fall asleep. And that's what the intro is a part of. There is a percentage of listeners that fall asleep during the intro. There's a percentage of listeners that skip the intro. But for most listeners, they're either doing some sort of a relaxing activity, getting ready for bed, or they're in bed getting cozy and comfortable. And so the intro is meant to ease you into bedtime, remind you, hey, you're not alone. And, remind, you know, show you that uh, what, how I easily I can get stumbled in something I've done 1,100 plus times. And say, what was I supposed to talk about next? I totally forgot. So that's the intro. Then there's support for the show again before, between the intro and the story. Then after that will be our new series, which I want to be, say is going to be called Great Pets or we make, there was a song and this, I don't think is, is not based on the series is not based on the song, but the song, uh, it was, uh, Perry Farrell, uh, Perry Farrell, uh, I had a song, we will make great pets. Uh, and this is like great pets or we make great pets. I don't know. Something like that. Not about, I don't know. It's it's a working title. Great pets. Probably that's like too general maybe though, but it really will be about great pets uh, or each episode will be about a great pet, uh, not great pets in history. I didn't even think about that, uh, but that could be another one down the road or a new style and narration for upcoming episodes. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to talk to the character about that. Uh, so, okay. So what was I talking about? Oh, structure of the show. So there'll be the bedtime story and then some thank yous at the end. So you just kind of got to see how it goes and get comfortable and, and go from there. I mean, I'm really glad you're here. I really appreciate you checking the show out and coming by. And uh, I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple ways we're able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right. I guess I'm starting this uh, journal. Um, 
Well, I'm Rin. Nice to meet you. Technically, this well, I guess they, they said make it conversational, and they said make it modular, which I'm still trying to under. This is my first day, by the way. And technically, I'm supposed to look at this like training material for you that are listening. And so, if you're listening to this, uh, I, 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 you know, they said just make it conversational, right? I said that already, but it, so I'm just being myself. This is my first, well, it's not my first day, but you know that terminology. And this is my first time making any training things. I'm a training trainee or something. So I guess I'm just going on the instructions they give me. They said, when you fall asleep in your dreams, you'll record a journal. And this journal will be used to to train the people that come after you to learn from you. But it'll also be a chance for me to think about what did I learn from my day today, which was that today, day one, day one period of this whole thing that I know of, uh, it was very, very different than what I expected. There's something that doesn't quite feel right, uh, but that could also be the fact that I spent the entire day, and I'm assuming, well, I know, I'm still uh, a pet named Iguana is the name of the pet, Iguana, which I think you can guess what type of pet it is, Iguana, but you say Iguana. I have a long tail and uh, pretty quiet. Um, I got a home base, so that's where I'm sleeping now with warm rock. Uh, That is nice. And the whole circulatory thing, I mean, I remember... Back when I was, uh, uh, you know, a human being on Earth, I said, what is this, uh, what would that be like? And it's uh, it's nice because the warm stuff, oh boy, is it a thrill to ha- to be warmed when you got that cool circulation. I guess because it's a necessity, but that's not what it's supposed to be focused on. The physical details you'll be trained in. Is I I guess I was of body awareness and balance and movements. So that's not my area. Now a couple other things to know. I guess I'll just give you everything that I'm thinking of. Like I had free move. I have a free move. They put me back in my my special room. My uh, it's an aquarium, but you know, dry obviously. Uh, but they don't keep me there. I'm allowed to wander around. And, uh, now I don't know, I'm pretty sure they trust me for, uh, that I go back to my aquarium and use the bathroom spot in my aquarium. Now, I don't know if they originally taught Iguana, but, uh, before I arrived, uh, but you know, let's see. Well, I don't know if you're listening on your first day. I mean, maybe that'll make you feel more comfortable to be like, I don't even know where to start on my first day. I mean, I know where they told me to start, uh, and even to start, they said, well, the training, uh, you know, you're going to start, we'll, we'll get to that. But it's even a little bit strange, you know, you fall asleep, so you find yourself inside a pet, uh, and we'll talk more about that. 
there's no pre-assignment. And, and, and I mean, if any trainers are listening, maybe you send somebody in early as a, but they said it's a one shot deal. So they can't do that. I guess I told them that ahead of time when I said, why me? But yeah, it's even like I woke up and uh, here I am and I'm just sitting here in a chair. I know it's a dream. It's a dream I would have and not I going to want I probably had because I'm in my own corporal, you know, I recognize myself as myself currently. But maybe you're listening to this ahead of time. Maybe this is the first thing you're listening to. So maybe I should tell you that as well. If I'm here to help you and train you, right? Uh, these are things I would want to know because they were just explaining it to me uh, ahead of time. You, you know, they said, well, this is what we think it'll be like. So during the day, uh, if you've taken on this position, you will be you will be someone's pet. And I think that's the easiest way to look at it. But as a guest, uh, you know, you'll be a guest within the pet uh, or a, a sentient presence within the pet. I'm sure they showed you films, mostly fictional, uh, covering this. There was TV programs and movies uh, with this idea of uh, going into a human or going. I don't know if there was a lot of going into pets, but as a guest, uh, but n- most of those are as tourists, though there is, they did model this thing after uh, TV shows. Well, not exactly. I mean, some. we'll get to that part too. But I hope they showed you a lot of this during training, or, or now you're saying, oh, now after I listen to this, I'll be trained. Uh, but we're only guests in the pet, so remember to be careful, be respectful. The pet will know its own limits, uh, and you'll have your kind of body movement background, I hope. But that was my, again, that was something, you know, if you want to thank somebody, you don't need to thank me. Because originally they I said, you need body and move. You know, I don't have any spatial awareness. Uh, so it's the first day. I'm Rin. Nice to meet you. According to what I've been told, I'm the first subject in, I'm helping create the training for this position. I'm the first field agent, you know, but as you're probably aware, as you were, you know, going along as a youngster or or during some sort of training, you heard about the Bessos Penny incident and how, you know, originally we had, you know, the whole idea of guardian angels and then there was the idea of guardian not angels. Uh, neither one of those programs worked out at all. And, you know, the remaining versions of Earth, uh, they said, well, we st- they still need help, these humans. And uh, we're pretty sure uh, that our role is to help them. But we can't help, you know, we haven't been successful. Everybody thinks that. Uh, the the whole idea that you, you know at least the Bessos Penny incident realized that that uh, we don't know what we're doing either. We're just doing the best job we can. You know, spiritual beings trying to be spiritual or whatever. Uh, this is what they told me. You know, because not everybody, most of the people that work up there, they never been a human, and I'm assuming you were a human too on Earth. Or now I find out a earth. Uh, so, 
you know, uh, they have trouble relating sometimes. And I think that's why the, the, the Guardian programs did not work out. So at some point, someone came up to the idea, what about pets uh, to help someone, uh, to help humans at these smaller turning points in their lives? Uh, what if we could send someone, and I don't know, again, I don't know if it's because it's a new program, but something's, and you may be listening, and I don't know if they edit these, but uh, it may be sticking out to you. It'd be like, this sounds strange. This doesn't sound totally thought out. But they, somebody at a meeting uh, before my time said, what about pets? Uh, you know, everyone knows the wonder, the love, the power of pets. Uh, pets are like angels. Now, they ain't, you know, the angels did not like that. Uh, but uh, they realized their position they're in. They said, but pets are real. They're on Earth uh, with the humans. Uh, trusted allies and then someone said that that's a definition you know they're 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 pretty you know object and they say okay this this is my just reviewing of it i say okay well at least there's a debate about it and it said how sound is the reasoning behind this plan but however sound it was i'm here now inside pet uh and uh tasked with uh accomplishing well, not just accomplishing my mission, as you'll know, but you'll find out, but uh, of like creating a training program while I'm doing it. But I think it helps me, you know, get my, I think, that, you know, that I said, that's a pretty smart idea uh, to help me gather my thoughts and gather my thoughts for tomorrow. I still do have to rest. They said, you know, make sure to, to not take too long. Don't do it in real time. And again, I'm not sure. They told me I'm the first, but, you know, I can't be positive of that. Uh, and I don't even know if pets were the first idea. You know, I was thinking of that uh, today. You get a lot of time. You get, you get a lot of time. Don't, don't use it as downtime, but you do have a lot of downtime. But I said, what if pets weren't the first thing? What else did they try? Like, did they try, like, art or furniture? And I said, well, those things aren't mobile. Oh, but anyway, I, I guess I'm off track. I hope you know all that already. And you just are humoring me as someone on their first day a little nervous, uh, trying to make sense of things for themselves. Or when you're trying to make sense of self, things your way, you'll relate back to this, uh, watching me try to make sense of things. Okay, so when you're not sleeping uh, or doing this journal thing, which I, I guess they'll probably have you do to check in, you'll find yourself in your pet. Uh, and I'd say the first day, my first piece of advice, take it slow. And the nice thing is you're not totally in control. So you could just let the pet run the show and kind of just, just sit back as a presence and observe, you feel things. But don't over-observe because I could tell you, like, again, if you start feeling you, to get too somatic uh, with the highs and lows of being a pet, uh, like the cool circulation or, you know, we're not tourists here to have an experience. We're there to do a job. And I do respect that. And I think that's why I said, OK, I can, I can do this job. Maybe I can try. 
I didn't say that in the interview. I mean, obviously they said, this is, you know, you could do this or, and I said, oh, thanks. Uh, great, uh, great option. So, I mean, I, I thought it was great. I said, well, if I'm going to be a cute little bunny rabbit or something, that would be nice. Uh, so we're here to help humans. Uh, you know that. Uh, so get settled in and then just keep a, keep an eye out or an ear out or whatever the heck a, a, a Iguana has. Get to know the environment. Get to know the limitations. Uh, and... Uh, that's it for day, 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 day one. I mean, what did I learn on day one? Uh, not to try to do that stuff. Not to try to um, take too much control and to just take it easy. So I'll be right, like, I'll be back uh, pretty quick. Uh, and I'm going to get some rest and I'll talk to you. All right. So, hey, it's it's, it's uh, Ren again. And... Uh, it's night two, so hopefully you'll listen to night one so I don't have to explain all that stuff. Uh, and I decided for day two, following kind of the training we received, but also the idea of uh, training, uh, field training or whatever, it's time to gather the WWWs, uh, who, what, where, when, why, how. And that's kind of the easiest way. And maybe you did some of that on day one. That's great. Uh, but that's the easiest place to start. Who, what, why, when, where, how. And go back to those uh, and say those over and over again. Especially if you don't feel great, uh, as you may not, uh, being inside, uh, you know, a new place. So who who am I? I'm, I'm going to wanna. You know that. uh but who else, or, or who, what, where, where, and who? Uh, I think this in this case is together. Where we're in a house, or uh, yeah, home with uh, four uh, young women that live together, and uh, they're roommates. Uh, there's two bedrooms; they share rooms together. It's a small little home. Uh, I've gathered some other information about where in the wor- where in the world we are, and uh, we're, in a, we're in a university town, I guess you'd say. And they're a little bit uh, they're they're within post post what do you call that post? Uh, they're not college students. Uh, they're slightly older than college student age, young adults. But uh, some doing graduate, uh, postgraduate studies. So there's Ange and Joy, who uh, they're kind of the leaders of the house. They've been here the longest because it's kind of one of those places where you, re- you the landlord rents out the rooms uh, to students. So, the, or you know what I'm saying, like. Uh, so they've lived there the longest. And then there's True and Mel who have a share room. And they're a few years younger uh, than Ange and Joy. And Mel, I believe, is who I'm here to help. Uh, it's my impression. Who, what, where, when. So... 
I guess it's still a who. Now, Mel, this is interesting. Now, I'm Ange's pet, uh, but I've spent a lot of time with Mel. And Mel has graduated from grad school, but is an inspiring illusionist, like a performer of magic tricks. Uh, just, just so I'm ex- like uh, explaining it, like a like very much like a theater. And she wants to be a professional. Uh, that uh, seems to be currently Mel's dream is to be a professional magician, but she says illusionist. Uh, and so I, I don't know which one to go with just cause my head is, is as a magician or performer of illusions. Now I don't like, I see, this is the whole thing. This is tough because when they sent me out here, I didn't think this would be, Again, there could be some other thing I'm supposed to help with that I have not observed. But they said things will happen as they're supposed to happen. Just to stay observing and trust the process. So I'm trusting the process. So currently, I'm thinking that Mel needs help because, as I've observed, the problem isn't just that Mel wants to be a professional uh, illusionist. Right now, Mel is having an issue with uh, focus, the focus she needs and wants uh, to kind of focus on her craft uh, to get it to the point where she could be a professional. If she just has a little bit more quiet and ability to focus uh, and get these these, uh, illusions down... Because there's some sort of showcase coming up. I guess there's like a quarterly showcase. And it's kind of where you could get your big break, which I think is like uh, uh, currently would be kind of doing warm up, uh, like like getting on a tour. I guess like a lot of other performances, you'd get on tour with someone with a bigger name, learn from them or uh, and what Mel would prefer, uh, like working as a part of a, in the same way, but it, like just in Las Vegas or there's a smaller places like Branson or New York City uh, where you could get a, a regular gig uh, underneath a larger illusionist or magician kind of doing warm-up and, and, and uh, being a part of the show or some other tour. And these showcases uh, are, uh, from what I've observed today, today and yesterday, uh, this is Mel's main focus of stress. And that uh, the current issue is that if Mel just had the perfect place uh, to practice, everything, the, 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 the skills are there and... Uh, Mel's ability is there and performance and, and, but I haven't seen very much of that. Mostly it's been, and this is why I say this must be the problem. Mel wants to be a magician or illusionist, excuse me. She's very nice to me, by the way, pats me, which uh, is not great because it's like warm. And then I say, oh, then the warmth goes away, but it's nice at the time. But so to do well in the showcase, 
to 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 move on to the next stage of career. Everything's set except for the ability to have any quiet because of the other roommates. Uh, now, I will be honest that uh, I haven't found things particularly disruptive. But when you share a room with another person and no one has a normal nine to five schedule, it is uh, a little bit busy and the the house is not huge. But Mel is constantly saying uh, and get, the, the, there's other interpersonal disagreements, but mostly keeping it to themselves uh, and saying it out loud when I can hear it, but nobody else can of like, well, if they, if what's with the humming, uh, you know, how am I supposed to, you know, focus on this ball trick when this humming's going on or the singing or the door closing or the studying or the cooking or the washing of the dishes. And the thing is that Mel kind of already has an idea that, uh, just get just just move out and get your own place. Uh, now that is for me my first red flag because I say, well, why? Like, if I'm part of the process, uh, is that what's is that what I'm supposed to help with? Uh, and what, how am I supposed to help? Because, uh, but if that's the solution, is this, that's what I mean by a red flag? Is like a Am I supposed to help with uh, moving out or what? So, so again, this is who, what, where, when, where are we? What? Uh, well, moving out, I guess, or the big stage show, the big uh, performance show. That's what I believe I'm supposed to help with. Where? Uh, we got that. Oh, who else? There's one other player that people are talking about in the house, all, all, all the women that is coming, Belinda, who was like the original roommate who bought the house and is kind of like a, uh, like a motherly figure, big sister, motherly aunt figure to, to, to all the women in the house. And kind of like what I would assume is... Uh, uh, like, like, uh, like Mel seems to think that, uh, Belinda's arrival will solve things for Mel. So when it's pretty soon because the magic show is coming up, uh, probably sooner. And again, I don't think my job is to speculate, but I say, well, is this some sort of setup, right? If things don't go well, there's a lot of blaming for Mel going out of the other roommates, uh, so that's when I, I'm trying to move towards what should I help with, correct? Because is Mel going to be able to move to a place that's quiet and be ready for this magic show, illusion magic showcase? Uh, will all that happen if I could help perfectly with it flawlessly in reality? No, I don't think so. I just think the timing is too compact, uh, so that I'm supposed to help, uh, if, 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 as I believe, so, so who, what, where, when, how, how, how am I going to help? Uh, that's what I'm trying to come up with. Uh, like I think right now I just need to learn a little bit more tomorrow, pay attention 
and see how I can help. Uh, and maybe I can help how, how in the long term and the short term. And then again, you might be listening and laughing and saying, Oh, this is why this is how not to do it. Uh, so I may be missing something. I mean, yeah, it's my second day. Second day of uh, anyone doing this uh, in, in existence that I know of other than in fiction. And uh, so, yeah, I don't, I'm not positive, but it does seem simple. And I say, well, maybe that's why they gave this job to me. Maybe, maybe, and you might laugh at that too. It's understandable, but it's uh, maybe it's simple in a sense. Uh, that's a good way to, good, good way for us to get started together working together. And you could see that all of all the approaches I have, I hope I'm having an accepting approach to my imperfectness, which tells me that maybe I, I, I feel like I'm having an accepting approach to Mel and to the other roommates, uh, and maybe Mel could be more accepting of the roommates. But Belinda comes tomorrow, and uh, I'm hoping that also Belinda helps uh, f- help, helps get this figured out. So, uh, yeah, I'll be back soon. Okay, it's me again. This is uh, Rin, night three, and uh, Belinda arrived at the house. Uh, there was some uh, very intense uh, things that happened before Belinda arrived. Uh, because it, uh, they wanted to have the place cleaned or clean up, uh, but Mel was very focused on focusing, and uh, the uh, the other roommates were focused on cleaning, which does make noise. Uh, and uh, this time, I feel like Mel's feelings bubbled over. Sometimes, it, depending on the roommate, uh, passive aggressively. But because True's younger, maybe like uh, just saying, you know, and it was uh, ironic because True was dusting. And uh, Mel said, could you dust, could you possibly dust any louder? I've never heard feathers, you know. Uh, uh, and uh, and then True said, well, I'm sorry. Uh, well, did you want me to do your chores too? Because you haven't done them uh and, uh, you know, got into a don't crush my dreams type thing. And then I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just worried uh, about the, and this don't worry, Belinda's going to help figure this all out. So let's see. So, uh, again, I want to come back to the, like, uh, what is the define the define what we're trying to solve? Right. So I don't know, like Mel needs quiet. I think, uh, Mel desires quiet, uh, to focus on the show. I think that's the current problem without getting too much into stuff that's far afield of my expertise. What am I supposed to help with as a pet? Uh, help Mel find quiet, right? And so I actually tried out a couple of techniques while I was here. And uh, I also realized that, okay, so, oh, controlling, you know, quote, quotes. I'm sure they went over a lot of this with you with the training, but uh, working with your pet, uh, it is interesting. And I think that as time go, each passing day, you get more and more, your relationship starts to... Remember, your job is there as a presence. 
And, you know, your controlling is kind of like, uh, it's a bit of like, uh, uh, trying to plant ideas, but in the most soothing, loving way. And, 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 and again, thinking about the humans and, and the feelings, cause there is some sort of limbic thing with the pet and the humans in a positive way and saying, okay, okay, okay. You know, we love Mel and oh boy, do we love true, uh. So I found some earplugs, so I tried those, basically. That was my first uh, foray into, like, moving, getting, uh, I, I gonna want it to move stuff. Uh, so first I got it, you know, went over to the desk. Uh, I assumed there would be some earplugs. Uh, and then I pu- pulled them on top of one of Mel's uh, performance things. But right, that was wrong because Mel, Mel got got mad uh, at uh, Joy, who was the only person home at the time, and said, uh, I can't practice magic with earplugs in because I need to hear my own voice uh, for the performance aspect. Oh, I'm sorry, though, too. You may be thinking I'm, I'm just giving you uh, my version of events, so it may not be... Mel's not always like this. Obviously, the the I gonna want loves her, and she's not like that to me. It's just a a sign that this is probably what, what we need to be working on. So earplugs did not work, and I started thinking of a couple other ideas to help. Uh, and uh, True wants to help too. So then I said, "Well, let me spend some more time with True." When, what, like, when Mel's taking a nap or a uh, bit busy, uh, or they're in the same room. And plus, you know, I don't want to act strange. Like, wow, why are you avoiding me? Uh, I don't want to. Because Drew said, you know, I can't make everything perfectly quiet, Mel. I know I want, you know, I really do want to help you. Uh, and I know you're, you're excited about this, uh, you know, this showcase. Now, then Belinda came. Now, first thing Belinda said is uh, put put Aganawana back in the um the 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 the, the fishbowl or you know whatever my aquarium. And I said, oh boy, because uh, I said, well, I'm, but I, then I realized uh, I could just get back out. Uh, so then I snuck out, and I tried to lay low because I didn't want to get anybody in trouble. But you know, Belinda. Uh, Belinda seems like a keeper of all of the girl's secrets, uh, separately. So from what I stayed high, you know, mostly on curtain rods, uh, and, uh, and watch things. And, you know, there was, there was other things going on with, but nothing I would define as like a solvable problem that maybe this one's not solvable either. Now, Belinda has a very, uh, like, like kind of qualities that the leaders, they look to Belinda as, as their leader and for answers and as someone that has more experience than them. But, and I did have listening to a conversation between Mel and Belinda, which Mel kind of laid it out. I just need to, I just need to move into my own place, uh. And uh, then everything's going to be fine. 
but I don't want everybody who's going to be mad at me. So, oh, so this is a new layer I learned today. Like, it's like the one of the resistance to moving is Mel's fear of losing the friendships that, I mean, I could already say that it's clear the friendships are deeper than just being roommates, right? But that there's some sort of comfort or fear there that there would be like retaliation or they wouldn't come to the showcase. But that, but that by moving, it would fix everything else. Uh, and uh, Mel said, you know, I just don't have a really good re- I can't just also, I can't move because they're too loud. And uh, also True and w- w- wants to live, like True and Mel had originally talked about if they moved, they would get their own place. And that True won't understand, you know, and that she breathes too loud, that whole thing. And don't even get them started about the sleeping noise, you know, that everybody snores. And uh, and Belinda is trying to help. Uh, and Belinda seems to mostly be encouraging Mel to move, uh, which not I'm not judgmental about that, but that, yes, that'll solve all the um, everything else. And maybe this, I don't know, maybe this isn't my place, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. And it kind of seems more of like, uh, it, uh, she seems to be saying, to Belinda seems to be saying to Mel, like, uh, oh yeah, and then it'll work out for the showcase, and then you'll be on your way. And, uh, in, in like all, like, uh, and that, you know, that, that'll be fine. Like, encouraging, so I said, well, where, where, where am I supposed to help right now? And then so Mel said, well, what should I do then? And Belinda said, well, like, you got to find a place. Uh, Mel said, well, I don't know if I can afford a place. Uh, and uh, Belinda said, well, maybe I can help you. But uh, you got to find a place and think of, you know, we'll think up an excuse. Uh, don't worry. So I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because I, you know, I, when I was on Earth, I did, you know, whatever. I, I had my own uh, imperfections, and I indulged in these things. And it's not a matter of right or wrong that I'm saying, not telling the. But I say, isn't there a way to solve this problem? Like, am I here to help solve the problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, Belinda's trying to solve the problem too, but I'm not comfortable with the way Belinda's trying to solve the problem. But I do have a couple of plans uh, because at least even if I can't, even if Belinda ends up solving the moving out problem, you know, there is the problem of the upcoming showcase. And I think I could get that solved with a couple different ideas that I have that uh, that I'm going to try to implement tomorrow and that uh, I think would help. one is, you know, quiet time. And actually, Joy had brought this up already. It's like, don't you, don't you have like a rehearsal schedule? When I was in musicals, and we always had a rehearsal. Well, I work for myself. Uh, and Joy said, well, you could still have your own rehearsal schedule. And I think that idea is really good. But with like an express quiet time where the, either the other roommates aren't home intentionally or they have quiet time you know no voice you know headphones only 
and being respectful, and it would actually strengthen the friendship, show their support of the friendship. That's kind of seems like one of Mel's kind of things. Is are these are we all going to stay friends, right? But then there's also this one long closet, right? Uh, and it was, and, and this is what's interesting, is Belinda had a bunch of stuff in there, and that was part of Belinda's visit. Belinda's still here, by the way, um, and uh, staying overnight. Uh, but Belinda has a bunch of stuff in this closet uh, that it went, got put in Belinda's car. And they were discussing what they were going to do with this closet now that's mostly cleaned out. And what I'm thinking, you know, I went in there, and it's a long closet, but that you could put a table up and then Mel could climb under the table, like that it could be a performance, a tiny magic shop, the tiniest magic shop or whatever, tiniest magic stand. And so I'm just working on, like, how can I move things around the house to plant these ideas? Uh, and uh, to uh, to see if I can um, influence things, right? Uh, that those could be temporary solutions that they could all work together on. So, I don't know, I'm going to rest and, and you know, check in with you tomorrow. Oh, hi, this is Rin. Uh, okay, uh, interesting thing, uh, I, uh, Belinda found me outside of my thing, and there's also an attic here that I'm now a a guest in, and because, so so it turns out Belinda's not like I I gonna wanna, and by putting me in the, in the attic, uh, Belinda thought that, uh, that would keep me out of things or whatever. Uh, if true can't keep, you know, now the great news is there's so much, uh, sustenance from, for I going to want up here in the attic. Holy cow. Because there's like a, like a, like the windows are open. So there's a breeze. So there's plenty of, um, snacks uh, for I going to want up here. And there's nice light, but on top of that, uh, the ventilation all runs up here. So I can hear everything, everything in the house, all the ventilators, uh, because of this, however they have things installed to keep the airflow, it all comes out here. So any speaking that goes on, I've been able to listen into. And then, of course, you know, it took me a lot. Now, it, actually, I've been pretty well equipped, uh, but of course, I was able to get out of here too, and uh, like because not all, everything, you know, everything's a little like uh, not everything's screwed in perfectly. So I was able to unscrew some stuff, and uh, it's really fun being uh, being being such a good climber and jumper. But so what I did do was I. Uh, I pulled out a calendar, a couple of calendars, uh, into more conspicuous places, uh, and Joy brought that up right away again. Uh, I, I had a old uh, playbill in a calendar, and it looked like it fell off of her desk. Uh, and then she said, uh, "Hey, what what about this idea of like a rehearsal schedule?" Uh, and then True said. Uh, Mel, I could be like your stage manager 
And this great idea, like, you'll keep everything quiet. And he said, yeah, I'll patrol around. Uh, and then uh, the roommates also, uh, like, I pulled some magic stuff into the closet. Uh, and luckily, Belinda and Mel had gone out. Uh, so I, like, got on a table and I was da- doing some dancing, which True had already taught uh, I gonna wanted to do. And the other three roommates were like, oh, this is great. What if this would, this is like a stage. Uh, and so they started working on that while Mel and Belinda were gone. Uh, so I thought things were going really to plan and that they were, um, that it was going to go great. Uh, and this was, so even though I'm kind of supposed to be stuck up here, things looked so good up until a few hours ago but what happened was uh that uh belinda took mel i don't know some sort of like uh mind like uh i don't know some sort of thing where belinda likes to go where they kind of say like to pursue your dreams you gotta start riding your bike down a hill if if you're gonna ride a bike ride it down a hill so you learn to go down the hill. I don't know what the metaphor was. I couldn't understand it. And so she got Mel to, uh, like, uh, commit to, to moving to uh, Branson without a job, without a job, magic job, and... Uh, and making up this whole story, which was a lie, that she had got the job and uh, she got a job there. She's moving to Branson. She's going to be uh, living with this mentor. So she can't have a roommate. Uh, that it's uh, t- that's only going to be for six months. And that the, uh, that, the, and also Belinda talked to Mel and I guess that they say, I'm not even going to do the magic, um, the, the, uh, whatever the, the magic showcase. I'm just going to skip that. I guess with the plan of like moving to Branson and chasing her dream, uh, and that it's going to be okay. But meanwhile, Belinda also told True that Mel would need her in Branson and that True could be her roommate, that just Mel wasn't ready to ask her yet uh, for any of these things. And that then it would work out just fine because they would be together. And... Then, uh, they, uh, they, they had, like, then Mel told, came home, told all the roommates this story. Now, True had, was acting devastated, uh, but the other two roommates were like, wow, we're so proud of you. Like, do a magic show for us as a goodbye party. And she said, where? And then they told her about the stage. Uh, and uh, and then it was like that th- everything was like wrapped up in a strange bow. Like that it was like, oh, this all worked out. Uh, 
everybody's dreams. This is Belinda saying this, like, uh, like in the end of like, this is all, it all worked out. And it's, uh, we're so proud of you. And that even the other roommates joy was like, well, I guess this is, I, I could take information, inspiration from you, Mel. And even I think Mel and True, I mean, cause True knew some stuff that Mel didn't know yet. Uh, it was like this kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like solving a problem on a frozen lake that's uh, just barely frozen or something. And it's like, oh, well, the lake's frozen. Uh, and then Belinda headed off. Uh, now, that was where I, like, uh, I tried to snuggle with Mel. Uh, and then as the lights went out, uh, like, uh, I, I guess I did it, like, I, I, I did that. And uh, uh, Mel was like, well, I'm really glad you're going to be there. Uh, but then I kind of went and woke the other roommates up, uh, and, uh, then they came in and then they all like kind of stayed in the same room together and they started talking about old times. And then, uh, Mel said, well, you know, like, uh, now that Belinda's gone, I, I don't even know. I'm a little bit, uh, I'm thinking I'm not sure, hundred percent sure about moving, to Br- Branson, uh, and True said, well, what if you had a friend there? And she said, I don't know, uh, like, uh, there's something about I gonna wanna, like, uh, keeping me company that made me realize, like, uh, I don't know, when I was thinking about the stage you, you, you all made for me and the schedule and that you'd be willing to sacrifice, uh, I didn't want to tell you the truth. Like, uh, I was really, you know, upset with you about making too much noise and stuff like that. But maybe I was the one that couldn't focus. Uh, but maybe I couldn't focus because I'm not sure what I want. Uh, maybe I do want to be a professional illusionist. Uh, but maybe I don't. Uh, and I'm not sure I'm ready to just uh, go pursue my dream without uh without some sort of plan and support like your support let me know that maybe i can't do it without all of you or, or something like you uh and uh they said oh okay and, and and so i'm sitting here and i'm not sure that uh i solved things so i'm not sure what i'm trying to tell you with this training is that uh this is complicated stuff, but I do get the sense uh, that my time here is done. I'm feeling a little bit of detachment from I'm going to wanna. So as I'm recording this uh, training session, I say this is uh, probably a necessary process of recording these because I don't know if I fixed anything, and I don't know what this Belinda. So. But uh, hopefully that's a good first day, for, you know, first couple days uh, for me to say, huh, I guess uh, hopefully I'll find out how I did. Maybe they're evaluating me. I don't know. Maybe they're listening to this. I don't know if I helped or not. Uh, I tried. And so I'm going to, uh, you know, stop recording and rest. Uh, 
but I hope this was a service to you, and I hope uh, you see, uh, huh, what was this? Well, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, good night, new trainee. Thanks for joining me on my first few days of work.